You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It is 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, November 9th. This is Arieh O'Sullivan with the top news at this hour. A late-night airstrike has been reported on the Syrian-Iraqi border, which destroyed a convoy of trucks carrying fuel and other military items and killed 14 Iranian militiamen. The British-based Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said that the three strikes targeted the convoy. One of the trucks reportedly held a mysterious cargo and not fuel. The United States military said it was not behind the attack. There was no comment from Israel. The Lebanese Al-Maidin television, which is affiliated with Hezbollah, reported that the strike was carried out by Israeli drones. Defense Minister Benny Gantz today said that Israel has the ability to operate in Iran. In a briefing with military correspondents, Gantz said that while the possibility for doing so needed to be prepared, the decision needs to be such that it needs to be seriously considered before any such actions. The last time the IDF was in such a high state of readiness, I was the chief of general staff. And, as has been reported, the same prime minister who was about to re-enter that role did not do so. I think that in this regard, Netanyahu will give the issue due consideration, Gant said. Regarding the situation in Judea and Samaria, Gant said that he hoped that the violence won't be higher than what has been seen until now and would start in Jerusalem and spread to Judea and Samaria, Gaza, and maybe even the northern frontier. I hope this doesn't happen, but in light of the reality, it's not a fictional scenario, he said. He also blasted the Palestinian Authority, saying that the moves it is making on the international arena and the United Nations were grave and harming the ability to improve the regional situation and not even serving the interests of the Palestinian people. In the West Bank, an Arab gunman opened fire at a group of IDF-escorted Jewish worshippers and at least a few members, uh, elected members of the Knesset early this morning visiting the tomb of Joseph on the outskirts of Nablus. IDF troops returned fire. Palestinian reports said that an Arab teenager was killed, apparently when a homemade bomb he was holding exploded prematurely. Newly elected Likud Knesset member Boaz Bismuth posted a photo of himself on Twitter visiting the tomb with other legislators. President Isaac Herzog has denied reports that he was working toward establishing any certain type of government Upon receiving today the official election results, Herzog said that it was no secret that he always believed in unity, but contrary to reports, I'm not working and won't push, work to push for setting this up or any other type of government. I don't deal with forming a coalition or its size. I'll leave this work up to the politicians and them only, Herzog said. Shortly afterwards, the president began receiving representatives of the eight political parties that were elected to the 25th Knesset in order to hear from them who they recommend to receive the mandate to form the next government coalition. He began with the Likud party, followed by Yeshatid, National Unity, and Shas. Herzog is to meet with other party representatives tomorrow and Friday, and on Sunday is expected to declare to whom he gives the nod. Likud leader Benjamin Netanyahu met this morning in Jerusalem with the president of Cyprus, Nikos Anastasidis. Netanyahu's office said that the two spoke of continued strengthening of ties between the two countries. The Defense Ministry has signed a deal to purchase warhead manufact warheads manufactured by the Reshef plant in Sterot. The deal is reportedly worth 40 million shekels and gives work to the factory, which employs 70 people from the Sterot region for the next two years. 
The World Cup and diplomacy. Israel, through FIFA, is conducting contacts with Qatar to open an official but temporary Israeli representation in Qatar during the upcoming World Cup. While Qatar and Israel do not have diplomatic relations, the Arab Gulf country is allowing Israeli citizens to enter the country for the soccer games. The representation Israel is seeking is aimed to provide consular services to the thousands of Israeli fans who are expected to attend the games. Taking a look at the weather and rain accompanied by isolated thunder showers through the day from the north until the northern Negev. Flood warnings are in effect for the Judean desert and the Dead Sea regions. The rain is expected to taper off tomorrow. Maximum temperatures for the main regions, Jerusalem 16, Tel Aviv 21, Haifa 19, Tzfat 14, Tiberias 23, Beersheba 21, and Danilat going up to 27 degrees centigrade. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.